Welcome to the Hotline 217 podcast. We are your co-hosts, Justine and I'm Brenda. We are two young ladies that want to help and guide you through all of life's problems. Hotline 217 is a weekly podcast about self-improvement and becoming the best version of yourself. We want to help you achieve your inner greatness. As a disclaimer, any views or opinions represented in this podcast belong solely to us and do not represent the view of our employers or any organization that we may be affiliated with. We are not professional advisors. Therefore, our personal opinions should be taken lightly. Think of us as your wannabe life advisors. So welcome to episode five, University Tips. So we're going to begin with a, a really easy question. What are some things you wish you knew before starting university? Um, I think I wish I knew more people who were in university and who could give me advice just because a lot of the academic advisors gave me so many, like a lot of wrong information. And it was just frustrating because my plans kept changing before university. So mm -hmm. I wish I had met someone or I had done a little bit more research in like asking someone who was in university about like the process. Um, I think my biggest struggle was like the prerequisites just because in my specific case, I was missing an econ class. And because of that econ class, I was having just a lot of trouble. So I would say that was my first thing I wish I knew before. And you? Yeah, um, I think along the same idea, but it's also like once you know the field that you want to go in, don't be afraid to get more than one opinion, like not just the, the your school counselor's advice, but um, talk to counselors of the universities that you want to go to, maybe see what they say, because my plan was to go to law school. And for some reason, my counselor told me I needed a bachelor's before. So after CJEP, I did a bachelor's of commerce. But then it like literally it, it broke me because now I have no motivation <laughs> to, to do anything. But I could have just applied directly after CJEP to, to law school. Like I, my, my heart was set on McGill. So that's why they told me um, another bachelor's would, would help. But if I had just done, um, if I had just gone to another school, they would have accepted me because I, I had pretty good grades in CJEP. So that I, I kind of regret. Like my, my life would have been completely different though. So I can't regret it too much, but I, I could have done it that way. And now it's just a little bit harder because my GPA was not that great. Um, and so I, I'm kind of in this limbo where I don't know if I want to go, if I want to do the certificate first or if I'm going to do like a paralegal studies or, or something, but yeah. So don't be afraid to research what you want and talk to advisors of the school you want to go to, but maybe of schools that you haven't considered going to as well. And if Plenty. you can, yeah, and if you can, maybe talk to someone who's already in that field or talk to exactly like people that are already in university, that are already in the program, what they think about it. And I know it sounds hard, but now I feel like there are so many groups and so many associations and like people are, are, are so open to helping. So don't be afraid to ask. It could be a contact that you keep forever and it could be a good contact to have. That's true. And I think that it's so important to go directly to the school that you want to apply. Like ask them advice directly. Don't ask like your school advice because that's what I did. And then I ended up like having a lot of trouble just because someone in my school gave me like the wrong advice, you know? Yeah. And then it's like, oh, it's not my fault. You know, the, the, like the rules have changed and it's like, okay, well, it's too late well, now. Also like the, the counselor at your school, I think, I'm not sure about this, but I feel like because there are certain sponsorship with certain universities, they would, will push a different agenda rather than 
what you want because I know that like Dawson had like a close collaboration with like Bishop or something like that so they would push Bishop a lot but that's not what I wanted you know like Bishop that's so far yeah exactly but they were pushing that a lot I remember there was posters everywhere and they would always Mm -hmm. recommend it they're like it's not that far it'd be great and I'm like but that's not what I'm asking about so yeah be weary of that um and also I think don't be afraid like if it's not if you if you after like researching you find out that that's not what you want then you you can always change your mind and that's okay so don't think like just because you have your heart set on this one major that you that's the only major you should do yeah I think you you need to check as well like the course load I remember checking the course Mm -hmm. load for my program and I was like oh like this looks really interesting and Mm -hmm. it like motivated me a little bit like in applying in finance Mm -hmm. so I was like oh I'm seeing this you know it seems interesting like I want to try well also I think like about prerequisites um every school is different obviously so it's hard to always to do a program that will give you the correct prerequisites later on and I think at this most of the time people when they realize they're missing prerequisites it's always a rushed last minute thing so maybe give yourself like designated like time where you're gonna do those prerequisites once you find out that you need them because otherwise you will be doing them in your first year of university and no one really wants to do like math in your first year of university that was me like that was me too but you could have avoided (laughs) like find out what your university like uh, us I think it was like 75 that we need to get in order to not redo it and I think I got like I think I got 70 so that really it it was so frustrating yes yeah for me it was macro because I didn't do macro in CGIP so I had to Mm -hmm. do it in university and uh, first of all it was a nightmare because my dad didn't want me to take an online class and I want to speak a little bit later about online class second Mm -hmm. of all the nightmare was that someone I used to date was in the class (laughs) so so imagine if I had done all that before how easy my life would have been yeah I did both. Yeah. I did micro and macro. And it was ugh, it was such a waste of time. It was, it was a waste of time, ugh. but it was easier to do it before university. Yeah, we could have I could have done it before as well. Yeah, because but, I remember my class was the final exam was worth 80%. Mhm. Yes, that's and, true. I for me the problem was that I because I in CJP I was in the law program. I didn't do any of the math or commerce classes. So mm. when I switched to business, I was missing all of them. So that okay. was, and that was more like poor, like planning on my part than. Oh yeah. I, I, I guess this is something you have to take into consider consideration when you mm-hmm. switch fields because exactly. I didn't switch fields. So technically I could have done all the classes in job. Yeah. It's but just I that I don't know fields, what happened. Uh, three times. So law, psychology, and business. It's true. I forgot you went in psychology. No, but when I was in psychology, I was, that was my most miserable. I was, I was sad all the time. It was not a good, it was not a program for me. And it really, it, it, it shot my GPA down so badly. And I don't think I ever recovered from, cause I, I, I didn't fail anything, but I would get like D's and I'm like, well, I don't even want to do this anyway. So I don't care. But then it was just so much harder to bring it back up and I can never bring it back up now. Like it is yeah, what it is. Because you did a year, right? I did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a, a long time to suffer. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I did, I did one semester and I didn't like it. And then I did another semester, but only one or two classes. And then at the same time I was doing electives to see maybe another field that I liked, but I, I, I still hated them and I was still in them. So it, it didn't really work out. So it, it's still a year because I still, I still did a year of classes. But mm-hmm. at least I switched when I found out that it wasn't for me. But it, it did. It really sucked. Like, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it really sucked. Yeah. Why did you choose uh, commerce? Um, honestly, was it because of the law that you wanted to get into law? Well, I think it's because I saw there was a law in business class. 
and not online business um club and i was like okay. oh that that sounds good but then they never accepted me as a member so that also are you serious me. like we need to talk we'll talk about clubs uh, later on but clubs were the biggest waste of my time are ever. you serious like, they were they were just soul-sucking depressive episodes for me like i ugh. anyway so we'll talk about clubs later but uh so then if we move on, like what, what tips do you want to give to someone in university, like right now, who maybe like how to make classes or how to pick electives and stuff like that? Like, how would you? I think the first thing really, and the most important thing is to choose your classes in advance because then you're stuck with the shitty classes and I've been there and it's like oh I'm stuck now because I have to take this class because it's a prereq for the next class so like even if you're not sure just choose your classes in advance I remember um I think there was a year where you could choose a year in advance do you remember no I don't remember that it, no well, but I, I remember I think you can I think you can I've always chosen them a year in advance because so, in the yeah. summer they release everything yeah exactly so it's I always think good it to was, plan yes yeah it was so good to know okay so I'm gonna do class mm-hmm. like xyz this semester and the next semester I'm doing this just because I was sure to have like a good schedule because this mm-hmm. is gonna go to my next point 8 a.m classes 8 p.m classes are a bad time <laughs> like this is the, this is the worst time ever 8 a.m this is don't even me i'm a morning person and i hate 8 a.m class and 8 p.m was just everyone sleeping you know so that's like the second thing you're gonna be stuck with classes that are really like horrible you know Mm -hmm. and something else like I'm not sure if you did, but I did a lot of intensive. I like CJEP in the summer. University. Oh, in CJEP, yes, and in university yeah. summer ones, yeah, I did a lot. Yes, they yeah. save too much time. Yes, I agree. Yeah, I feel like they it changes a lot. Like instead of doing like the whole semester in your class, you do like a week, let's say, mm-hmm. and then you're done with the class. And a lot of times, the class is actually easier. Like I remember I had this class. I think it was called like business communication, and it was a one week class. Like it was every day. I think from like eight to five. And for the final exam, we could have our book. So it's like, great. Like, this is a great chance to have like a good grade and to actually increase your GPA, you know? So I would say like do intensive when possible and online when possible, except if the course is too crazy. Um, I know that for, there was like this accounting, the accounting class that we actually met. Yeah. <laughs> I know they were giving it online. But then my friend was like, no, don't do this. Like, this is too complicated for you to do it online. And yeah, everyone told me that too. They also told yeah. me not to take it at the same time as statistics, but I still did both of them. So that I was like a bad statistics. Idea. I did them both. Yeah, it's not the same. Um, also, like if you're uh, if you're having trouble, maybe like to organize your classes. I know not. I don't know if every school does this, but at least our school did. Is they put sheets of like all the classes you need to take if that's your major, and you could like check yeah. them off, and then it told you which one you had to take before in order to take that one later, et cetera, et cetera. So if, if your school has these sheets or if they have like a little planner for classes, definitely look into it because it really helps. Yeah, I think that goes with my next point to keep your elective for the end of your bachelor's. Mm-hmm. That, that was my mistake because I did all my electives, like let's say the first year and a half. Mm-hmm. Second year, I went on my student exchange. During my student exchange, I did uh, three finance, no, I did four finance classes and then when I came back it was my final semester and I did again four finance classes so it was like a heavy year for me and I wish I had kept at least like one elective aside you know yeah me too but me it wasn't my fault it's because I did that year of psychology so those became my elective so then I had no more so I had to stay on track with with everything else and it was like ah 
yeah frustration I didn't enjoy yeah I did not enjoy yeah for me it was actually one of my elective two of my electives were my prereq so Mm -hmm. macro and I think like um algebra and calculus so three Mm -hmm. so towards the end of my bachelor's I was like a little bit stuck I'm like wow I have to take like four finance classes like this is gonna be hard you know yeah and then there's nothing you can do about it because like if you don't do them you you don't ever graduate so yeah exactly like try not to try not to get yourself stuck like that at the end please you're you're going to suffer like me it's Mm -hmm. not a nice time like Um, if I could change things I think I would take like two major classes and then like yeah or even three in like one elective find someone you trust that is in the sort of bureaucratic I would say area of your school because I I remember in the beginning I I met a recruitment um I don't know how you call them like recruitment people like that his job was to recruit people for the university mm-hmm. um and I, I asked him a question one day because I, I went to the welcome center about changing my major because I was like they told me to come here like mm-hmm. they wouldn't answer my question at the welcome center and they were like oh well I'll, he's like I'll help you and I honestly became quite close with him and I was like I told him like this is what I would like to do um I and this would be my end goal like how do I change my major etc and he was like I would recommend you do this 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 and then he would like he honestly looked through all the scenarios and he also looked through my GPA with me to make sure that I would have the 2.7 GPA to switch to business and he was with me like from I would say that second semester he was with me from like the beginning to the end like he was like let me know your grades when you get them that way we can recalculate and we can like look at other ways that you could improve your case to switch majors and then when I switch you know I, I thank him and I sent him like an email and after that he, he couldn't really help me anymore because I was already in GMSB but mm-hmm. I was really sad because he was a really great resource and I thought he was really nice he really did a good wow. job like I felt like that was the, the one time I felt like there was someone at school that like actually cared that I like be happy at that school because that was Seriously. kind of his job it's to make sure that people that are at the school enjoy being there you know his job is is he needs to recruit people that want to go to, to that university mm-hmm. and then keep them there not not have them leave of course word of mouth it was really great um going on the other end um if you remember the secretary and our faculty faculty department faculty yeah she was oh oh my god i can't but it's because she's she's probably seen so many idiots come by her I know. office so she became know. this hard ass woman like she's like the shell of a woman she once was and now she's just bitter and and rude and snappy yeah it didn't matter but who you were it's true it, it's true it didn't matter what your question was she had it she had the same answer for everyone like i don't care fill out that sheet fill out that sheet she's like i'm not talking to you until yes. you fill out that sheet like it didn't matter I if it was like a quick two second question she's like fill out the sheet I know, I know, but the attitude was to oh, yeah. their level. But at mm-hmm. the same time, like, I guess she was bombarded with questions. Mm-hmm. I think so too. And it's not her job to give advice to. Yeah, she's really just there to take the appointments, and it's not her fault yeah. that the advisors are never doing their job. No, that's true. <laughs> like, maybe she was as mad as we were at the advisors for not doing their job. Probably. Because they, never never, they, they were never in the office. They never answered their emails or their phone messages. You had yeah. to like, it was like once in a blue moon that you got to talk to them. It was crazy. It's true. You had to wait all day to talk to them. It's true. Especially at the beginning of the semester. Mm-hmm. When something like for, wasn't forget. working on the yeah. portal, Ugh. that was like a hard time and you had to show up there like, and sometimes they would be like, oh, um, go to IT services. And you would go to IT services and they're like, that's not an IT issue. That's just like their their permission issue. They need to uh-huh. give you permission to do that. And I'm like, but they told me to come to IT. And they're like, yeah, well, that was a lie. They just don't understand. And it just, yeah. it's just a lot of back and forth like that. And it, it makes everything more complicated, honestly. So try to, <laughs> like, I would say be familiar with the system 
uh, find someone nice and find someone who will help you navigate yeah, that. don't get offended because mm-hmm. i needed this lady unfortunately but uh and if you can i know that like if you have upperclassmen that will help you like they have all the tips they have all the the like hookups you know they know what they're yeah. doing um, which brings us to another point is like when you have friends that are have done classes before you they can maybe send you notes they can send you the the pdf of the books they like there's, right, so, there's so much help. <laughs> yeah like i used to have pdf of most of the books of like that were common and so i would just send them to my friends like don't buy it i have it as a pdf because sometimes did you, i have i feel sometimes like you don't even open it so i refuse to let you buy a book if you're not gonna open it. yeah 200 dollar book forget yeah. about it a you lot can of it, probably yeah. find it online because we had a lot of core classes like every business major yeah had the same I think like seven or eight core classes like they were always Mm -hmm. the same and the book changed every I want to say two three years but it was still the same material it was still the same exam so uh, we have like a Facebook group where people would post like make little groups for like study groups and stuff like that but I know that in that group it's so big now that teachers are on it so it's really you have Mm. to really be careful what you post there yeah it's much easier if you have a friend who will just send it to you by email that's what I would just that's true yeah, because one time I had to buy a book from this stranger that I have no idea who he is. Mm-hmm. And he actually sent me the book first. And then he's like, is it okay? Yes, okay, send me the money, like e-transfer. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, like... Yeah, I only ever paid, I think... I don't think I ever paid for an ebook, but I remember I did a trade. I was like, I will trade you like this yeah. ebook for that ebook. And then, great. And I if I could because it was for finance. And if I couldn't find it online for free, then our our library had like a reserve section That's for true. all the books and i would go there and just take a picture of like the pages i needed yeah which took a, a long great, time like, it took a long time yeah, not gonna lie but like i'd rather do that than spend 200 dollars on it yeah it's true it's a scam it really is it, and then it just changes the edition and you can't sell it next year exactly it's which like, also oh. um sell your books as soon as you're done with them because if you wait yeah. until like the mm. end of your bachelor's they will have me? all changed and you you can't sell them anymore me yep <laughs> Do you remember? I think I had like 10 books. Easily. Yeah, yeah. And they were all old editions. So it was that much I know, harder to sell. Which I don't mind, but. Yeah. I mean, you lost a little bit of money there, but hey, some of them we were able to sell. So. At least. And the yeah, rest, I don't something. know. Because that's something. I was really good at selling books. I you were doing like a whole business. Yeah, I could have started like a little business, but it was just, it was just once yeah. a year. Well, twice a year because two semesters. Mm-hmm. And uh, it worked out really well. Like it was great, but it it was easier. It, it got easier because of the Facebook page where everyone would post their books and stuff. Yeah. Which also do that. Join a Facebook group to buy books, use books. Do not buy new books. But true. don't buy them. Only buy them after I say the second week. Don't buy it before. That's true. I remember like I bought this book, and then the teacher's like, "Oh, can I have your book for a second? Okay, if you bought this book, this is the wrong one." And I'm like, "Are you serious?" Yep, that happens a lot too because people will not tell you that the edition has changed. You have. Yeah, to, you should know that. And so this is like frustrating. You know, oh yeah like, it is. why am i spending my money for a book when you guys decide to change the whole thing you know mm-hmm. and it's like how much is communication going to change it's not you're just changing there, like the words something for it. this is suspicious yeah. there's like a book mafia club like yeah. at the school i don't know why they always need to keep changing the edition seriously the material mm-hmm. doesn't change so why it do you need to yeah. keep change the, the edition <laughs> like i get it the examples like are changing but but why I'm, like but I like I would understand history books, but I don't understand all the other books. No statistics. Yeah, statistics. One plus one is still two. So yeah, why math? Math is always going to be math. Why do you math. need to change it? Exactly. No, uh, this is. Uh, 
frustrating. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious to know about your comedy and your association. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we're, yeah, we're going to talk about clubs. So um, the thing is, I think clubs, especially in, in, in our school, it was a lot about who you knew. So if you were friends with someone, they would let you in. But if you didn't know anyone and if you if you weren't ready to give them literally like I think 15 hours a week, which is kind of like a part-time job, but oh, you're not getting paid, um, then you weren't going to get in. And, and it was like so many elections and like, I didn't know any of these people, but they all knew each other and they were all in the same circle. So it was just harder mm-hmm. to penetrate. And I remember I had experience working in a law firm and they still rejected me. And when I asked, they said like, um, what, they said that it was because like, I wasn't ready to give them enough time. And I'm like, yeah, but a club shouldn't be taking up that much time. Like, what are we meeting about? Like, it, like, are we really meeting that much that I need to like give the time of a part-time job to this? I thought it was just like, we meet like once a month. And that's it. Like, it's not every week, but apparently it was like every week. If you have your heart set on a club or joining committees and stuff like that, like I would try, just try really hard because, you know, I never, I don't know how it's going to be for you guys, but at least for me, I, I was trying maybe, I would say like, I was trying like 60%. If I try maybe a little bit harder, like if I had club and stuff like that, like maybe I would have, but I didn't want to, I didn't have that much effort to take care so I wish I was part of a club honestly and when I had an interview and someone asked me were you you part part of a club and I was like except the club of bad bitches no I was part of no club like (laughs) but I was I was part of a lot of clubs in high school and what I learned from that is that it sucks if you're not in the club (laughs) with your friends oh I get it because like okay I was part of this um it wasn't really a club but it was like a Mm -hmm. it's like a quiz people thing so we would go to like tournaments it's like it tests your general knowledge um and that was probably my favorite club I wasn't really friends with the people I was with Mm -hmm. but it was my favorite club just because um we we sucked first of all because we were all dumb Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it was also like we were all united by our dumbness which was great and we, we didn't take each other too seriously, whereas other teams took it so seriously to the point that I was like, you're not really winning any money or something like that. You know, you're just, it's just for fun. Like, we can all chill. But anyway, and then I was part of a club where we sold, like, it was a store and we sold um, ethically made, like, products like chocolate or coffee. Mm-hmm. And then the last yeah. thing I was part of is the yearbook. So I made the yearbook for my high school. There's something you want to say to close the episode? Uh, yeah, I think that's all the tips we have. Like, we went a little bit on a tangent. But to recap, um, you know, plan your classes in advance. Try to get as much information as you can. Like, time manage yourself efficiently. So, like, when you're, if you know that you can't wake up early or stay up late, don't take classes, don't, obviously. Don't, do yeah, don't think <laughs> you can do the 8 a.m. Exactly. Trust me. Even the and, teacher can't do and it. And always think about, like, always, if you, are, if you can, try to, schedule all your classes in advance and get the best teacher like use rate my teacher talk to people who have taken those teachers um you know the knowledge is out there like it's up to you to to go find it to make sure that you you have a pleasant experience in university i want to add something yeah (laughs) that i didn't mention before (laughs) careful who you date in university (laughs) because i had like not a trouble but like you know a small headache it's true. It's true. I agree. So, like, um, I had a friend like who said a side, that. Yeah, that's a side yeah. note. You know? I had a friend who said, like, sometimes she goes to the library and she can't, it's hard to run into someone that she hasn't slept with. And I was like, that's a problem that oh. I didn't think about. That's true. Yeah, I don't have it's that true. problem, but it would be problematic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, thank God I didn't have that problem. I mean, I say thank God, but I stayed with one person <laughs> for like my yeah, whole entire true. school career. So really, that was on me. Like, that was a bad, mm. it was a good and a bad thing you know mm-hmm. but yeah 
So I think that's about it for today. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so thank you so much for listening. You can submit your questions or topics on our Twitter pages at JustineCC and at BMG0321, as well as our email hotline217 at hotmail.com. Links are in the episode description. As well, don't forget to review and share our podcast. We're available on Spotify and Apple, uh, Stitcher, and hopefully Google soon. So thank you so much for listening, and we will see you on our next episode. Bye. Bye. Thank you.